Hey, hey, welcome back to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. I'm so excited y'all are here. Today, y'all, let me just tell you, sometimes you walk into the grocery store and maybe you do have a list. Maybe you are that prepared. Maybe you don't. But you get in there and you start looking at the labels. And you get overwhelmed and you wonder, non-GMO, GMO, genetically engineered, grass-fed, free-range, what in the world does this all mean and does it matter? Does it matter? Okay, stay tuned because we're about to talk about it. Welcome to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. If you're ready to finally commit to lifelong health, feeling better, and improving your mental and physical health for good, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Jennifer Coble, a nurse practitioner, certified functional medicine practitioner, boy mom to three, and wife. I have a calling on my life to transform the way that you view and experience healthcare because I believe that traditional medicine is leading people astray. We don't need to give a pill for the ill. We need to empower people to have a true lifestyle transformation, both internally and externally, and most importantly, commit and be disciplined to the process. It's time for you to go against the grain to get to optimal health that is going to have you feeling incredible. I can't wait to create a true lifestyle change with you. Let's mandate vegetables and tackle this project together. So when I started my journey on learning how to feed myself and my family properly, appropriately, in the best way possible, I started wondering what in the world all these labels meant and did they matter? And if you follow me for a while, you know that... I know the larger food companies, aka Big Food, are out to get you hooked on their foods. Um, there is an actual, what they call, bliss point that they want to reach with their foods to get you hooked. They want to get you hooked just like a drug. And when you get hooked, you gain weight. And you become chronically inflamed. And you get sick. And then you know what? You know who comes in? Big Pharma. They come in and they rescue you with their medications, okay? It's another soapbox for another day. But for now, let's just talk about what these labels mean. Okay, so first we're going to talk about labels pertaining to animals and food, okay? Um, so non-GMO, no GMO, GMO-free, they're all the same. What is a GMO? It's a genetically modified organism similar to crossbreeding plants. The difference is that scientists can isolate one gene from an unrelated species of animal, bacteria, or fungi into a plant to make it more drought resistant or frost tolerant, which gives it a better chance to grow in an environment and thus produce better crops, which has been needed to feed our growing population. Um, GMOs, genetically modified organisms, have not been proven to be harmful to human health, but there are common concerns that there are unwanted changes in the nutritional content, 
possibly a creation of allergens and toxic effects on bodily organs. Um, there's concerns that scientists don't know the true effect on the environment uh, by or by modifying these plants and animals and whatnot. Okay, so like a lot of things, it comes from a good place. Comes from a good place, but what kind of effect is it going to have on our body and the environment? Okay, so that's non-GMO, no GMO, GMO free. That's the first one. The second one, organic. So <laughs> organic, I feel like is plastered everywhere now y'all it is just like been it's just everywhere okay so all organic agriculture farms and products must meet specific guidelines okay um the following guidelines are verified by a usda approved independent agency now that doesn't really mean a whole whole lot if you really get into it but this is what the farms um, have to abide by to be considered organic. So they can't use synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, or sewer sludges for three years prior to their certification. Okay, and then obviously continuously throughout the period that they have an organic license. So they can't have used any of these things three years prior to growing their products. They cannot use GMOs or use irradiation to kill bacteria um, to reduce the incidence of foodborne illnesses. They have to use positive soil building such as cover crops and crop rotation um, and and use land conservation techniques so they also have to help the earth. They also have to want to protect and be able to continue to use the land that they have um, and not just leach it of every mineral that is there. Um, they have to provide outdoor access and pasture for livestock. They cannot use antibiotics or hormones in animals. Um, if the animals are considered organic, the animals are given 100% organic feed, which has to follow the previous um, guidelines. Um, and then they have to keep records of these opera operations, <laughs> all of these operations. Um, so if it has an organic seal, 95 to 100% of its ingredients are organic, okay? Now that was pertaining to animals and food. Now, labels pertaining to animals only, all right? So antibiotic free can only be used on dairy. This means that no antibiotics have been given to the animals during its lifetime. Um, so this can be used for meat. So no antibiotics administered or raised without antibiotics. Um, if you see a USDA verified seal, then the USDA inspectors made a visit to the facility to confirm that there was no antibiotic use. Um, a no USDA seal means that only paperwork was submitted, but it was not verified by USDA inspectors. So it can say antibiotic free, but if it doesn't have the USDA seal on it, then 
a USDA inspector did not come to that site to verify this. It was only verified by paperwork. So there are a lot of loopholes, y'all. There are a lot of loopholes that people can just slap a sticker on their products and mark up the price and sell it for higher. And goodness knows the prices are going up right now, kids. Okay, number two, the second one that can, can, that can pertain to animals, cage-free. Y'all, this means that birds were raised without cages. However, this can still mean that the birds are raised indoors in overcrowded conditions. It can mean they're raised out in a pasture. It can mean they're raised in somebody's backyard that's two by two feet. Okay? It just means they weren't in a cage. That's all it means. Um, if you've ever been in a chicken house, you know you know what overcrowding means. Okay? Uh, free range is another term that can be used. This is only used for eggs and poultry. It's only allowed if the birds are given access to the outdoors where they can engage in natural behaviors. It does not mean that the animals have been raised cruelty-free, antibiotic-free, or that the animals spent the majority of their time outdoors. Okay? They could go outside for an hour and be inside for the rest of the 23, you know, 23 more hours of the day and be considered free-range. Um, these claims are defined by the USDA but are not verified by third-party inspectors. Okay? So, number four that pertains to animals only. Grain fed. They are raised on a grain diet. Um, you can check the label for 100% vegetarian diet to ensure they weren't given any animal byproducts, aka their ground up brother. Okay? Animals <laughs> are fed their own kind. I don't know if y'all know that, but they are fed their own kind. They will grind up the dead cow, pig, whatever, and put it back in the feed that they are eating. There's that, okay? Grass-fed means animals were fed grass, their natural diet, instead of grains. Grass-fed meat is leaner and lower in fat and calories than grain-fed. Although, although, a grass-fed label doesn't necessarily mean the animal ate grass his entire life, okay? See, there's always that loophole, always a loophole. Some grass-fed cattle are grain-finished from a feedlot prior to being killed, okay? I'm just saying, y'all, there's just so many loopholes. All right, natural, and y'all, I'm just hitting the high points on this. We could definitely get more in depth, but I'm hitting the high points just so you can know what these labels mean when you walk into the grocery store. All right, natural. Y'all, this is the most arbitrary term ever. There are no standards that exist unless it's used on meat and poultry products. USDA states that meat and poultry products can only undergo minimal processing and cannot contain artificial colors, preservatives, or other artificial ingredients. However, this natural label does not mean they are sustainable, organic, humanely raised, or free of hormones or antibiotics. It just means that they don't go under any like major processing and they don't contain any artificial colors, preservatives, or ingredients. 
That's all it means. That is all it means. Natural does not mean that the animal was out in the wild in its natural environment and they killed it humanely or if that's even a thing to kill it humanely. <laughs> they didn't make it suffer. Y'all, these things suffer all day, every day. Anyway, okay, pasture raised. The animal was raised on a pasture where it was able to eat grasses and other plants rather than being fattened in a feedlot. Traditional techniques generally mean they are humanely raised and similar to grass-fed. However, this more clearly states that the animal was raised outdoors at pasture. Okay, so what you would think a more natural lifestyle for the animal. Okay, so there were the labels containing to animals only. Now let's move on to the labels pertaining to produce only. Okay, the first one is bioengineered. This is a label required as of January 2020 by the U.S. government on foods that contain detectable, quote-unquote, detectable genetic material that has been modified through certain lab techniques. There is no disclosure that is required if the amount of genetically modified material cannot be measured. And it uses modern technology, whereas GMO can only include good old-fashioned crossbreeding. <laughs> so bioengineered, y'all, it's made in a lab. It's made in a lab, okay? Certified naturally grown. This is an alternative or to organic uh, for farmers who find it too expensive or time-consuming to maintain the USDA label. Um, this means that the food was grown using responsible soil management techniques. They don't use synthetic pesticides or plants. And there's no genetically engineered seeds. Okay, because it, it starts from the seed. Alright, fair trade doesn't have anything to do with the food itself. It just means that the farmers and workers have received fair wages for their work. Um, and they work in acceptable conditions while packaging and growing the product, um, which I personally feel like is, you know, very important um, because the, the conditions that people work in can be atrocious. Um, and then local, when it pertains to produce, means that it was grown within 100 miles of where it's being purchased. So if you're purchasing it in your lo local grocery store, 100 mile radius, um, it may be convenient, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> it may be conventional, organic, or contain GMOs. It just means that it was grown locally, um, but it is fresher and it does often taste better because it hasn't sat on a truck forever in a day or sat in a storage facility forever to, you know, wait and ripen and whatever. So, y'all, that is the down and dirty on labels. I hope that this cleared up some stuff for you. I know it's very like technical, like there's nothing um, tactical that you can do with this information really unless you want to just write it down and kind of look at the, the labels with a new light when you look into the grocery store. Actually, that's what I want you to do. Next time you walk in the grocery store, look at the labels, look at the things that you are buying and see what kind of label they have slapped on it. Um, 
other than the gluten-free label because goodness knows they'll slap a gluten-free label on an apple but anyway look at the labels and just see what they're trying to tell you decipher the label from the information that I've given you if you have any questions for me please send me a message at Jennifer I'm sorry at support at jennifercobel.com if you want more information on how to make smarter food choices in the grocery store, um, you can sign up for my newsletter um, or you can send me a me message at support at to ask me any questions. I look forward to seeing y'all in the next episode. Next time you go in the grocery store, pay attention to the labels. Talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a written review. Can't wait to hear from y'all.